What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast uh, with me, your host, Dana Gladney. Today's going to be a different type of conversation. If you've checked back anywhere in the podcast and you'll know, um, I've covered a myriad of topics and things like that. Uh, we're not talking about video today. So if you don't want to hear it, then now would be the time to sashay away. However, uh, I would, one thing I can always say uh, about my platform, you can always expect it to be welcoming. You can always expect it to be engaging and you can always expect it to be real. I have no intentions of changing that. And that includes today's conversation. Um, and I legit want it to be a conversation. So if you're not familiar with Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash Diana Gladney, um, where this podcast is hosted, you have the right and the ability, not the right, but you have the ability, <laughs> I don't know why I say the right, but you have the ability to click on uh, the show and leave a voice message. So if you have where you want to jump into the conversation, it'll let me add it even to the episode afterwards and reply and go back and forth. So the door is open if you want to share um, your thoughts and, and whatnot. So needless to say, the world's eyes, again, is wide open to what's going on. I have gotten questions around, you know, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. Am I going to say anything? You know, what am I going to do? And it's just like, honestly, at no time would I ever, uh, if you know me, at no time would I ever just sit and be quiet around this kind of a stuff because um, I believe each and every last one of us has a purpose. My thing around helping people become more visible using video to be able to get more competent when it comes to learning the video techniques and things is because I believe your message and what you have to share and the purpose of how you plan to help people and you know all of that the camera stuff should not get in the way. Um, it should not be a hindrance to you, but it should amplify that. And so such is a time now where those moments are more important than ever for people to stand up and say and, and have conversations around the things that are difficult. I think the most difficult thing for me right now is to see people that I know, love and care about and have trusted say hurtful, harmful, cruel things in general uh, and or just not understanding how what they're saying or maybe not even caring about what they're saying publicly is wrong. The difference being that it's okay to be offended. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay. However, it is always wrong to be hurtful, harmful, and cruel. And to the point to where people that I'm seeing like comments, um, like, so I always think like my Facebook feed, our Facebook feeds in general, based on the type of people that we engage with and interact, and I think mine's is super diverse, but it's like based on that type of people, it's like, again, mine would be predominantly black. So it's just like my feed, like that. this that's going on now, it never has stopped. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's amplified now, but it's never not been a thing. It, and it's so many cases that we see that I see that never get, you know, national recognition 
get swept under the rug or whatever the case is. And, you know, you can hear people ask, well, how is that possible? Because it's it's been the norm. The most unfortunate thing right now is the fact that how normal the everyday experience is to be black in America. How normal it is to see somebody wrongfully treated or even you yourself having experienced that. Saw a post going around about asking people that, you know, people of color, like what what was what has been your experience with the police and just thousands and thousands of comments you know what I'm saying just like people upon people hundreds of, every time somebody shares more dozens more hundreds more commenting and replying on what their experience has been like and it's not oh you know somebody that's a vigilante or, or what have you but the fact that um you know it's just like you you people that you assume or you would figure don't have a reason to be involved with police is just like oh well they wouldn't treat you like that with, oh, yes, the hell they would. And yes, the hell they have. I've, you know, have my own personal experiences where like, so I love um, like bass in my music. I like, uh, I love, I really like tinted windows and cars. And so one of my cars had tinted window, tinted windows that I bought off the freaking, you know, car lot with the windows already tinted. I'm just, oh, okay, great. And so me being still a nerd, <laughs> Um, remember riding with my brother and we're going through Ferguson because I frequent that area. I don't live that far and I put money into that community consistently and intentionally. Um, and so this is before the whole Michael Brown thing and, you know, we get pulled over and I'm just like, well, for what, you know, it's just like that. The thing is, it's like my cousin said it best. It's how normal we have become with being uncomfortable around police, unfortunately. How our, the pit of our stomachs drop when we get pulled over. Or when you see those lights and you're just like, dang, man, now what? Because you don't know how it's going to end. And that's not for if you're just a black man. It's just for if you black, period. It just is. And so no matter how nice you are, how great your day is, you don't know how you're going to be treated. And you can all you can do is hope that you'll be treated fairly. All you can do is hope. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And I've had plenty of times where I get caught up in the circus of dealing with the police around in St. Louis for the silliest of things, just like this dude came. And it's like, again, I, I just said I bought my car and the windows were already tinted from um, the dealer. Like, I didn't I didn't go and get them tinted or whatever. And so I'm super confused when he asked me, like, to roll my window partially up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Cause I'm thinking in my mind, like, wouldn't that be rude? Like, you know, it's like, roll the, roll it up, roll the window up. Like, what are you trying to do? And so he pulls out this device and puts it on the window. He's like, your window's too dark. And I'm like, what? Next thing I know, this thing about the window being too dark. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I can't see you. And I'm like, it's a tinted window. I said, and I'm like, it's not even like a blackout. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm genuinely confused at this point. My brother's getting upset. Because he knows what's going on. And so next thing you know, it's four cop cars. You know, it's like every time you get pulled out, it's three and four cop cars. And so um, next thing I know, you know, I'm getting tickets from the left side of my car to stretch over to the right side of my car. And I'm handing the part of the ticket paper to my brother like, Dad, did y'all run out of ticket paper? 
this ain't the little thing that they write on. It's like a printed thing. And I'm like, this like the CVS receipts. And it's running from one side of the car. And I'm just like, what the hell? And then to go to court because you're trying to have an understanding of whatever. Because I was so furious. I went and peeled off the freaking tinted window on my car because I was so upset. You know, I've had I've gotten tickets about um, and had in- incidents with the police and you paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, <laughs> it feels like hundreds of thousands. It's just hundreds and thousands of dollars over time. Hopefully not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and thousands of dollars that you're paying out to multiple police departments or you're driving down one daggone street like I was one day with my sister and your your experience is not the same as somebody else. And it's just like, dag, man, like, like why we can't just drive down the daggone street and not get harassed. Like for real, it's just like, we got stopped three times on the same street by different. Cause it's like 98 municipalities or little, the police departments that may stretch a block or something. And it's like, it's a ton on this one street. And, uh, we driving down the street and it's like three different times. My sister, she getting tickets like, do we just got a ticket from this other pole? And it could be something, the smallest thing. Like I, I I've gotten tickets for stuff about, and it's just like, it's just a, a, and the ticket is just a thing for those that don't know. The ticket is just a thing, especially like here in St. Louis, like people ask me like, is it really like that? And it's like, yes, it really is. It really is. And so it's like the ticket is just an entry. It's just a door. It's just an excuse. You didn't turn on your your signal fast enough. You've been sitting in the turning lane too long. It's just that, you know, it's just a doorway for them to try to figure something else out or make it to be more than what it is. Even, you know, what I'm saying like not saying that you wouldn't be in the wrong or something, but it's just like it's just a, it's just a, to find a way. And it's just like I've gotten tickets for the silliest things. Like somebody like the one officer told me, like, if you know what it's like when the pollen is out and your car gets kind of dusty even if it sits there for a day or whatever like you're literally not getting your car washed every day but let's say you take a day off you go back to work like whatever just like a pollen accumulation um on your car and it's like i had uh where my car was just like i cleaned the windows off and it's like i hadn't got a car wash which i usually do it's around like a bunch of pollen stuff going on get pulled over as soon as i'm like leaving off of my block and um you know, get pulled over by the police. And he's like, I can't see your license plate. There's too much pollen on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, can I get it out and dust it off with a, um, a paper towel or something? He's just like, no, sit in the car. You just get treated like garbage, complete and total garbage. And so it's just like when, when you see this stuff that goes on, it's every damn day. It's constantly. And so it's just like I said, driving with my sister and, you get put, pulled over three different times on the same street, treated like crap the whole time. You're trying to pay tickets and a lot of the courts are having courts on the same night. So you got to decide who you're going to go to. Do you have enough money to potentially hire somebody to help you, you know, as far as like from legal representation? Do you have, um, you know, I'm just like all of the all of the stuff. And it's just like or, or you get caught up like that debtors prison stuff is for real. You know, it's just like it's been plenty of times I'm sitting there and it's like the the number that, that they throw out at you that they want you to pay. And it's just like, bro, I don't have that. Or you looking at, well, that's going to cut into my rent or that's going to cut into my car payment. It's just, gonna, you know, what I'm saying it's just like. It's real. 
and somebody that don't have no real reason to have the whole bunch of police interactions and stuff. It's just like, even I still have those same interactions and you got to think. And like I was telling my friend, I said, it's not just the stuff that happens or the things that you do, but it's also the things that you omit to do, the things that you decide not to do, the places you decide not to go and the conversations in a black community with your black friends are very different than the ones that you have when you, cause it's just like, well, we going to go over here and it's just like, nah, man, I'm cool. <laughs> or it's just like, you want to just like, nah, you know, it's just like, or, or you might be okay if you, but it's like two or three, too many people in a, in an area where you don't quite look like you belong. You get the eyes cut at you. And then the stuff where people calling the police on you, that stuff is real. It's real. And it's just like it's it's heart wrenching to see and to hear people that, you know, have come to like, love, trust to some extent or whatever, show themselves in these moments. Because it's 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 the fact that people are like, I don't get it. I don't understand. I can't believe it. I think it's the most hurtful thing with that is just understanding that the reality of their their life is very different. It's very different than how we live our lives and what we have to deal with on a consistent and regular basis. And that, you know, it's just like we deal with this stuff every single day or your cousin got locked up or your brother got locked up or your daddy got a gun pulled on him and all of this extra other stuff. It becomes an everyday occurrence and we get used to it whether we like it or not don't matter it's like we don't have a choice you born into it and the difference is our skin is born with weight attached to it is born we're born with you know what i'm saying like our, our, our skin is born weighted i don't know how else to put it to you so the fact that you know you see and you hear people saying stuff you get tired of unfriending people you get tired of trying to be a voice of reason and understanding which I've always been a person to have the hard conversations never running from the hard conversations it's really getting hard to continue to have to deal with that or you hear people say and it's just like and it ain't no one specific person it's always just a ton of people it really is, and it's exhausting. People be like, oh, it's like, oh, they just, the, the news is always trying to make it a racist thing. It's just like, you don't know what you're talking about. You really don't. You really don't understand. Or do people have people post stuff like they're asking questions like, well, what was he doing? And where was he going? At what point do somebody being outside a law-abiding citizen have to tell you what and what their plans are for the day to get your damn permission for where they are and are not supposed to go, what they are or are not supposed to do. Who are you? Who do you think you are at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's when you see that kind of stuff and you see and you hear and it's consistent and now it's like, you know, again, you know, the world is having its eyes put on these situations it's just knowing that it's the norm it's just every day for us already everybody else gets to see it now and it's like at some point 
it gets frustrating because it'll die down. A few things may get done and it'll go back to willful blindness for most people because it's not their everyday thing. And furthermore, where that ties in for me when it comes to like, so like this year is a, uh, uh, a year where we'll vote in a new president or you know you have people that will vote for who's already there and you look at somebody that says hurtful harmful and cruel things um, that agrees with the treatment of negative things and people never like to you know get political but it's just like guess what that impacts our everyday life so whether we want to be or not, it's just going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's conversations that need to happen. And so the hardest thing for me right now is having people that like I know, love, care about and trust and stuff like that agree with people that are hateful people. And it's just like, at what point are we off? So, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I explained it to someone was that if somebody is saying that they agree with you know, doing a bunch of things that benefit the black community. But they also hate Native Americans and they aren't doing, they're going to do a bunch of stuff that's going to be against them or they're doing a bunch of things that would be against Mexican Americans, for example, or the Latino community. I can't vote for that person either because guess what? Just because they're not hateful towards me and the things that may be important to me doesn't make their, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like at that point, you disqualify yourself because, you know what I'm saying? Not the, and here's the thing with the politics stuff. They always lie. <laughs> All of, you know what I'm saying? Like, they always, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're going to push whatever they, th- like, it's always a thing. And so trust is hard to some extent or belief is hard. And I really don't want to hear nothing about no damn conspiracy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up, I don't care. Because it's just like, if we look at what's there, what's present, what's right now, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's why it it pissed me off about the whole stuff with coronavirus, honestly, because when we look at people go up to government offices because they mad about the damn grocery store or haircut or the freaking workout places and the gyms and the restaurants, it's just like more upset about that. And you can walk in the door with a freaking AR-15 around your chest and nothing happens to you. And we try to speak about what's going on and why, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. And it's just like, you see somebody like, even my cousin, my cousin was out last night. And not doing any kind of anything, get tear gassed in the face. You know what I'm saying? Just like have to deal with it. And so you look at that kind of stuff and it's just like, this is why it's just like, I don't give no damn about no having to wear no mask over, you know what I'm saying? Somebody get killed in the streets. It's like you, you grossly misunderstand where my, you know what I'm saying? Where my attention is at the moment. It is not that some of these things are important or it's not that some of these things aren't needing attention. But it's just like, I'll be damned. It's like somebody's getting murdered in the street. And somehow it's, it's easy to swipe past. Not saying that you got to stop and watch all of that stuff. Ain't nobody asking you to do none of that. We all have to take it to our account our own. 
social and mental health. We really do. But at some point, it's just like to the point to where it's so easy to ignore and easy to say, well, he must have did something or they must have stole something. You know, it's just like you automatically get grouped into this horrendous version of a person and then they always try to find a clip to prove oh well look they stepped on an ant <laughs> when they walked across the street what animal cruelty the person you know just like they all it's always a way the narrative narrative gets gets flipped and it's just like unless you have been in the shoes of a person of color and not that you got black friends and not that you it's just like my family's hella mix hella mix like stupid mix and it don't really matter it's like I don't need white friends for me to care about the human treatment of another person are you treated and just like and it's funny I was thinking about this last night we talk about the humane society that deals with animals and yet there's no humane society that deals with humans it's no humane society for for a person of color and then it's always thrown up like well I feel like that statement is racist I feel like that statement is against when has it been racist ever to be white in America and don't get me wrong I love I love the hell out of people period I respect the hell out of people period but to understand and to know that people will look at you and talk about you and I've had to sit through those hard times especially the bullshit with Michael Brown when I worked at the bank and I'm sitting there and I have to listen to the nonsense sitting around you know what I'm saying like <laughs> let's not get it twisted these stories these experiences is real it's every day and if you don't understand, it's okay. Get an education in it. There's plenty of books out there. It ain't nobody trying. Nobody's asking for sympathy. Nobody's asking for understanding. Just asking to be treated like a freaking human being. And so I don't know what's to be said or to be done in the moment, in this moment. But everybody has a role to play in that it may be having a hard conversation with somebody that only you could reach in your family, in your co-working space or whatever, that maybe has an opinion or a misunderstanding. And a lot of people got pissed when freaking Kaepernick took a knee about police brutality and all of a sudden it became about uh, uh, he this and he doing that. And it's just like you have no idea what you talking about and yeah you may not agree with how he did it but guess what the stuff that's going on right now is the reason why he was doing it and I have a try I try to have a very understanding ear even when I have to sit and listen to hard conversation it's especially hard for me personally right now having sat in situations where something was said and I didn't agree and I didn't say anything. And it's like, I regret not saying something. It's like, should I have said something? Should I have not? Or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that constant internal turmoil. And 
it's frustrating and exhausting to constantly have to like we still in 2020 are having to have this conversation I will always be loving kind and understanding I will always be open to the hard conversations and I will always be treating even those that don't treat people that look like me well with some level of respect because I respect myself and at no time will I allow the hatred and the disgusting things that we are seeing that human beings are unfortunately capable of affect how I treat and love people in general. And we all have to have a moment, quiet moments, silent moments within ourselves where we have to evaluate how can we be able to continue to love one another and each other through these hard ass times. And I just think that if we have these conversations that are hard to have more often, maybe somebody else won't stop taking a breath. And I hate to even have to have to talk about this stuff because it's not easy. It's not comfortable, but neither is trying to make a decision when you go out of town sometimes or when you know you're going in a certain area or you know you're having a certain interaction or encounter with police. It's just the constant thinking and double life living of what do I do next and what should I do or what should I say or what should I not do and what should I not say. Just because of how easy it is for the narrative to flip. And it's hard as hell. I think as we move forward in these next few years, few weeks, whatever, these next few days, the only thing I would ask is that my community have a little bit more understanding to the different life that somebody else is experiencing that you may not. And that as the days goes on, you stop and listen first. You stop and listen first. Don't just Google search stuff that you want to hear or the belief that you want to be open to having conversations with people that you know love and care about and trust that you know how they feel about some of this stuff you know that they wrong and maybe you've been silent or maybe you've kind of agreed with them in the moment because you didn't know what to say Nobody knows really what to say, but stuff has to be said. Open the door communication, even if it's hard. I hope 
in the next few weeks to come. Now more than ever, we can all lean into who we were created to be and the purpose we're supposed to have in this world and the impact because we need each other. And I'm heavily leaning and relying on God right now for wisdom and for guidance. And I would encourage each and every last one of y'all to do the same. That's where I'm going to leave it for this episode. Because to be honest with you, I don't have nothing else that I can give to you right now. And it's hard to show up in videos. And all of this is in your heart. But we got a job to do. And a great work ahead of us. In all of our respective ways. And no matter what it is that you do. So. All I'm going to say is just listen. Be open to having conversations where you listen. Listen.